Aleluia. Koyanda lavaka. Tesusa shansa lavakati. You are good. You are good. But Lord, coming from human beings who have a very narrowed view of good doesn't seem adequate. But Lord, I know that You've been good to me. Better than I deserve. So Lord, we lift up a praise to You this morning. Lord, we give You honor and glory. We've received much, much more than we deserve. In You, Christ Jesus, we've received it all. So I pray, Lord Jesus, that You would be honored the rest of the time that we're here. That when we, when we study Your Word, Lord, by Your Spirit, You're here in the middle of us. Lord, get me out of the way. Give us all, all of us, eyes to see, ears to hear, and hearts to receive from You. From You. Your Word, Lord. Not mine. Not theirs. Father, we give ourselves to You in this moment. Speak to us. Change us. In Jesus' name, Amen. Amen. You may be seated. Well, I, I see that we're missing some folks, and so if I know we have some traveling, but I also want to lift up those who may be feeling ill. I don't know. I haven't gotten any word, no prayer requests that I know of in this moment. So, if while you're sitting, don't have to stand again. I just feel compelled right now that we should pray. Father, in Jesus' name, I don't know, but you do. So, Lord, whether it be traveling mercies, Father, we pray for uh, Steve and Alta right now that you be with them as they travel, as whatever it is that they're doing, Lord, um, that you be right in the middle of it. Lord, for others who are not here, whether they're here uh, in spirit or not, Lord, whether they're listening, Father, wherever they are, I pray that they're touched by your Holy Spirit. Father, if there are physical needs, if there's healing in the body that need to happen, Father, in Jesus' name, we bind our faith and call on the name of our Jehovah Rapha, Jesus, and ask, Father, for physical healing, even as you bring spiritual sustenance, even as you bring bread and water. Father, in Jesus' name, touch them in their physical bodies. Lord, in Jesus' name. Father, those who call this church home by video or by sound digitally, Father, we, we, we lift them up to You now. Father, in Jesus' name, we thank You that we're connected by Your Word, through Your Word, and digitally. But Father, I pray that You would move upon their hearts that they would do as you command in your word, that they would find a local church that preaches truth and they would become part of the body in that way where they can serve, Lord, and they could be part of the body of Christ. Father, that they may be able to bind their faith with those in the congregations, lift up prayer and praise, and Father, bring healing and bring hope to a lost and dying world. I pray all this in the name of Jesus. Amen? Amen. And amen. So, Man, I, I'm way overstudied, and I've got so I'm, I just I gotta get. <laughs> we started uh, in um, a couple weeks ago in the uh, Beatitudes in uh, Matthew chapter five, the Sermon on the Mount. And when I started that, I, I didn't know. I, I just figured, you know, it would be uh, just a. We've all heard, and maybe many of us have been in the church for quite a long time. And, uh, you know, we've heard sermons uh, from that, and we've heard teachings from that, and certainly from this pulpit and in, during the years. But I, I just, 
I just can't. So let me just start again. I, I want you to remember, because many of you maybe haven't heard every sermon or haven't been here for the last two weeks. Maybe someone new is tuning in. Blessed, blessed, supremely blessed, B-L-E-S-T, an, an old word, an ancient word, um, fortunate, well-off, and some would just simply say happy. It's more than just being happy. It's, it's more than that. It's more than just finding yourself in a fortunate situation. Because look, it says supremely blessed, B-L-E-S-T, very well, ex- excellently, to the highest degree, ish, extremely Again, with the highest rank or authority, my brothers and sisters, I feel wholeheartedly that in, in order for us to fully grasp, not even we can't even come close to fully grasping, but what we have to have the mindset is that it is blessed because God calls it blessed. It is blessed be, not because of how we feel or you know, the emotion that we, uh, uh, is extracted from us because of it or anything else like it's blessed because God says you're fortunate. God says you're blessed. Amen? Amen. Be- and, it, and, and, and those things, those blessings can only come from Him, through Him, by Him. Amen? Okay, so real quick, the first five how I feel, how I see myself in my own human nature. Blessed are the poor in spirit. Do I, do I understand what that means and how that pertains to me? Blessed are those who mourn. Do I understand again how that pertains to me? That's speaking to me. Blessed are the meek. And I, but now six, remember, I, I believe that this is so important that we get this. In six, those who are hung, blessed are those who hunger and thirst for righteousness. My brothers and sisters, in order for me really, I believe, to understand or to 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 be fulfilled, I have to hunger and thirst for Him, for His righteousness. I have to, it, this all is predicated on me, how I f- see Him. Amen. Amen. The blessing, the righteousness, uh, it, it's, it's all of Him, by Him, to me. Amen? How, I, how do I see Him? Amen? And then the last seven. Blessed are the merciful. Blessed are these. In, in now, again, blessed are the merciful, pure in heart, peacemakers. Because of how I see Him, because of now the righteousness that I am in Christ, in Him. Amen? Because of that, then, these things. And then the last, blessed are those who are persecuted. Now this is how I am going to be perceived by the world. Amen? This now is, I'm going to be persecuted. I'm going to rub people the wrong way. Bless you when they revile, when they revile and persecute you, right? Rejoice and be exceeding glad. Great is your reward in heaven. Because they, treat, they saw Jesus that way. They treated Jesus that way. Amen? Okay, so I know that was really quick, but I just wanted to make sure that everybody's jumping off the same platform. So now, back, we, where we were last week, and I thought we would get further than that, but obviously we didn't. Blessed are the merciful, they should obtain mercy. But now we're beginning this week in um, verse 8. Blessed are the pure in heart, for they shall see God. Blessed are the pure in heart, for they shall see God. I'm going to start off with seeing God first. Okay? Uh, seeing God. Now, there, in my opinion, based on Scripture, there are different facets of seeing God. Amen? And I'm just going to give you a couple. So, you know, physically, there's going to be a point where we will physically see God. Amen? Uh, Revelation 1, 7. Behold, He's coming with clouds and every eye will see Him. Even those who pierced Him and all the tribes of the earth will mourn because of Him. Even so, amen. My brothers and sisters, look. So let me just jump backwards real quick. Kaysen? Do the best you can. I know I'm all over the place, so just do the best you can, brother. Uh, and, if, and if there's a mistake on the board, it's probably me, not Kaysen. Let's just clear that up right away. Okay, my brothers and sisters, but anyway, going back. Behold, he's coming in clouds, and every eye will see him, every, even the who, those who pierced him. Blessed are the pure in heart, for they shall see God. 
Okay, so my brothers and sisters, so it has to be more than just the physical seeing because those who are not pure in heart are still going to see Him. Every knee shall bow and every tongue confess. They're not all going to accept Him as God, but they're going to know who really God was. Amen? All right, so now further along in Revelation uh, chapter 22, beginning in verse 4, they shall see His face and His name shall be on their foreheads. Context, when the new Jerusalem comes down. Amen? And the, and the city is described. <clears throat> Verse 5, There shall be no night there, no need, no lamp, nor light of the sun, for the Lord God gives them light, and they shall reign forever and ever. We're, my brothers and sisters, this is awesome stuff. So physically, we're going to see God, Jesus, amen, in His glory. 1 Corinthians thirteen twelve. We're all familiar with this. For now we see in a mirror dimly, but then face to face. So, so you see, my brothers, and even that, that verse that I've just read to you speaks to two issues, obviously. A spiritual issue, because now we see in a, in a mirror dimly. We see, we, we know about Him. We see Him, but not in His complete glory. We see Him, and we, we're not even ourselves. We can't even see ourselves how we are going to be. Amen? Now, still physically, I want you to look at this one with me. This is going to be, I'm trying to go fast because I've got so much, so uh, bear with me. 1 John chapter 3. 1 John chapter 3. This will be up on the board. Behold what manner of love the Father has bestowed on us that we should be called children of God. Therefore the world does not know us because it did not know Him. Beloved, now, now we are the children of God and it's not been yet revealed what we shall be. But we know what... Listen, we know that when He is revealed we shall be like Him for we shall see Him as He is. And everyone who has this hope in Him, purifies Himself just as He is pure. So look, even then, even in that Scripture, we the purity comes in. Being pure of heart, being pure, and purifying ourselves. Even that now is an issue or it's tied together, isn't it? Mm-hmm. So, my brothers and sisters, right now we are the children of God. Is, didn't, didn't, Tony didn't say that. The Word of God said it. If you open up, you dust your Bible off when you go home, open it up and you'll see that that says that in your Bible too. But my brothers and sisters, this is, this is real. This is real. Right now, we are experiencing God. Right now, we do see God. So spiritually and later physically, see, then face to face. Awesome. That every one of us in this room, at least of those of you who I've known for quite a long time, those of you, I know that many of you in this room, and I know some who are watching, you are longing for that. I'm longing for that. Even so, come quickly, Lord Jesus. I want to see Him. Amen? Amen? Amen. Not yet. But now also we have this, this other aspect of seeing Him um, um, spiritually and experimentally. You know, we experience Him. We're, we're, in this room, there are people who are born again. You're, you're born again because you've seen Jesus. No, you haven't seen the one who the, who the apostles saw physically. You, ha- you haven't seen yet the one who you're going to see later on, but you've seen Him spiritually. Amen? Colossians 2 and 9 says this, For in Him dwells all the fullness of the Godhead bodily. Yeah, but Tony, you just said we... No, no, no. In the beginning was the Word. The Word was with God. The Word was God. So the, the, the apostles and those disciples, the early disciples, they, got, they even said, look, look, we can only speak with that what we have seen and heard. 
that what we've touched with our hands. They saw him. They, they touched him. John, remember it said of John, the, the disciple that he loved, he had his head on Jesus' shoulder at the Last Supper. I mean, they, they had physical contact as well. But you and I see Jesus, the Word. We see God, the Word. In the beginning was the Word. The Word became flesh. And now we have the written word and we have his spirit now dwelling inside of us. Amen? So we experience Jesus. We, we, we spiritually see Jesus and we experience him. Look at, I'm going to read to you now a little bit out of John chapter 14. Most of this is going to be Jesus' words. In John chapter 14, verse 7, If you had known me, you would have known my Father also. And from now on, you know him and have seen him. Remember, I want to give you context again. Remember, um, this is Jesus. Now, now Philip says, uh, show us the Father. And, and Jesus said, man, you've been with me all this long. You've seen, you see the Father, right? We'll get there. But my brothers and sisters, listen, and what Jesus is saying, when you see me, you see the Father. When you see me, you see God. Again, I know I'm repeating, they saw him physically. But you know what? I've got to go back to this. They, didn't, they saw him in that, that glory when he made himself a little lower than the angels. And, and those of us who are studying Hebrews together on Wednesday, now we see Jesus. We see him. We perceive Jesus. Amen? Hallelujah. Hallelujah. But then remember John in the Revelation when he saw Jesus in that glory that he now has, he fell down as dead. Hallelujah, I, I want to see Jesus. Amen. Further along in John chapter 14, beginning in verse 19, a little while longer and the world will see me no more. But you will see me. Uh-oh, see what he's saying? A little while longer, I'm out of here. Physically, no one's going to see me anymore. But you'll see me. Because I live, you will live also. At that day, you will know that I am in the Father, and I am in my Father, and you in me, and I in you. He who has my commandments and keeps them, it is he who loves me. He who loves me will be loved by my Father, and I will love him and manifest myself to him, make myself known to him. Amen. See, that's how we know him. That's how we see him. Amen? Amen. Judas, not Iscariot, said to him, Lord, how is it that you manifest yourself to us and not to the world? Jesus answered, look at verse 23, answered and said, If anyone loves me, he will keep my word, and my Father will love him, and we will come to him and make our home with him. Amen. Hallelujah. Glory to God. You know him. You see him. Oh no, not physically like they did, but you see him in the word. You have His Spirit inside of you so that you could interpret this Word so that you do know what this Word says. Amen? Amen. Hallelujah. This is important. But this isn't just a... I want to say to you, my brothers and sisters, this, this, this isn't just a New Testament concept. This isn't just something that... I know the fathers look forward to the promise and that promise was Jesus. Amen? But there was also... I want to... We'll go back in the Old Testament. There's, a, there's also another thing and this... Seeing God in the Old Testament in, in the sense that um, um, you had a relationship with Him, you were in His favor, you were being blessed by Him. That, that's in, in the, and let's go, I want to go back there real quick. Uh, we'll be in Psalms chapter 27. Um, write it down, look it up later. Some of this will be up, some of it won't. In, in Psalm 27, beginning in verse 7, Hear, O Lord, when I cry with my voice, have mercy upon me and answer me. When you said, Seek my face... My heart said to you, your face, Lord, I will seek. 
Do not hide your face from me. Do not turn your servant away in anger. You have been my help. Do not leave me nor forsake me, O God of my salvation. When my father and my mother forsake me, then the Lord... Do you see that? Then the Lord will take care of me. See, look, so, so, what, I'm, so what does that mean, Tony? Okay, listen. It is, I'm seeking your face. I, I want to be in your presence. I want... Look at because in your presence, in another place, is the fullness of joy. At your right hand, or, right? So, so there's this... There's this association now that we have with seeing God, with, with being in His presence, seeking His face, being, that we see that it's, His blessing comes from that. Excuse me. His blessing is there. His favor is there. Are, are you with me? Amen. Hallelujah. Look at Psalm 24 with me. He who has clean hands, in verse 4, and a pure heart. There, see that purity who has not lifted up his soul to an idol nor sworn deceitfully, he shall receive blessing from the Lord and righteousness from God, from the God of his salvation. This is Jacob, the generation of those who seek, those who seek the face of God. Those who want to see Him. When you see Him... My brothers and sisters, when I was considering this, and I'm trying to always... You know how I am. I'm grinding this out. Lord, help me. I, I, want, to, I want to see it. I want to... Do you remember Queen Esther? Anybody remember Queen Esther? Remember that she was one and she could not stand in the presence of the king. And, right? But, what, but wait. The king had to give her the nod, basically, to come into his presence. And when she was in his presence, that denoted something real. Now she was in his presence to ask him to have his favor. Amen? So I, I, so I see this in the Old Testament. So my brothers and sisters, listen. So we have all these certain aspects of seeing God. And because we didn't walk in the first century, because we weren't privileged enough at that time to walk and in, in be able to touch Him and, and see Him in His physical body, we see Him spiritually, which is the most important thing. Amen? We also now get His Word and we see this bigger picture. We're seeking His faith. I, I, I love sending my grandkids all kind of scriptures and praise God, my grandkids are so respectful and they put up with me. Amen. Thank you. They make me happy. But, you know, one of the scriptures, it's, it's out of uh, Proverbs 3. Right? Trust in the Lord always. Lean not unto your own understanding. In all your ways acknowledge Him. He'll direct your paths. So somebody said, well, what has that? Trust in the Lord. I'm seeking God. I'm seeking after God. And though I don't see Him physically, I have His Word and His Spirit, and so I have His blessing, His protection on me. This is not a, a Kenny Copeland thing. This is not, oh, I've got this enormous faith that I've achieved, and now I, 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 I name it and claim No. I, I don't need that. Amen. I want to be with God. I want to see Him. I want to be in His presence. I don't deserve... Listen, I don't deserve what He did for me. But He did it. And I want to be with Him. I want to know Him more. I want to be in His presence. Amen? Amen. Hallelujah. That's where the fullness of joy is. That's where the blessing is. All of it is from Him. Uh, so, so we get to experience God. We see God. Amen? But I, I, I want to go back. And I know, my brothers and sisters, I'm, I'm jumping around. So please, I hope you're, you're hearing this. I'm giving you a lot of Scripture. 
Because if I give you my opinion, it's worthless. I'm giving you what I believe based on what these scriptures say. Amen? So now look at Romans. You just turn there later on. I'm going to read to you from Romans 1. And you're all going to be so familiar with this when I start reading it. In Romans 1, chapter, uh, chapter 1, verse 20. For since the creation of the world, his invisible attributes are clearly seen, being understood by the things that are made, even his eternal power and Godhead, so that they are without excuse, because although they knew God, they did not glorify Him as God, nor were thankful, but became futile in their thoughts, and their foolish hearts were darkened. Okay, so that describes the human condition. And so you see the relationship here. Even the very things that were created by God speak to God. I see God in His creation. Hallelujah! Now, it's really easy for me to say some things here, and I know that there are going to be some of you that agree with me, but so what? I'm telling you, my brothers and sisters, I love going to the mountains. I love getting at one of the points. I know I'm going to get this wrong, so don't write me any letters or anything. I may make a mistake. So what? Listen to what the Word of the Lord is saying to me. When I get up on a mountaintop, and I get out this place, and I look across, and I can see from one spot three or four states, and I could see the mountains, and I could see the Smokies in one spot, and I'm, I'm looking, and I, I see the Blue Ridge, and I see, and I look at that, and I, there's no way that that happened on accident. Amen. There's no way. Amen. When I saw my children being born, and God could have did it any way, but He did it that way, and I saw my children being born, I, there's, there's no, that's God. There's no way that that happened on accident or because I was a single-celled amoeba and I, and I went ahead and, and, and this is what I evolved into. It doesn't work that way. God. God. I see God in that. But see, because they, did, they chose not to see God or to worship Him as God, what does it say? Their hearts became darkened. Their thoughts were messed up. Their hearts became darkened. Purify your heart. Blessed are the pure. Right? Pure, you gotta be blessed are the pure in heart. Hallelujah. We see God. God is so good, isn't he? Now here's part of the issue. I'm gonna say this. And I know I'm saying it to the church, but I'm saying it to a bunch of human beings. Alright? I'm going to Genesis. Bear with me. In Genesis chapter. Uh, 6 verse 5 the Lord saw the wickedness of man was great in the earth and that the intent of thought and the thoughts of his heart was evil only or evil continually and the Lord was sorry that he made man on the earth and he was grieved in his heart my brothers and sisters here's why I'm bringing this up because I want to, I want you to know something the things that are being taught and have been taught for the last, I don't know, decades, for the amount of decades that, oh, basically man is inherently good and we got to find the good in everything. You know, no, this says opposite. And so now let me go back further, okay, or, or let me go a little bit after the fact. That's just before uh, Noah built the ark, before the flood. And now I'm going to read to you, it's already up there, from after the flood. After the flood. Noah built an ark. This is uh, eight, chapter eight. To the Lord took of every clean animal and uh, of every clean bird and offered burnt offerings after he got out of the ark. And the Lord smelled a soothing aroma. Then the Lord said in his heart, "I will never again curse the ground for man's sake, although 
The imagination of man's heart is evil from his youth. Man's heart didn't change. None of us are born good. See, my brothers and sisters, this is something that is not pleasant to hear and it's not something that the culture wants to understand and it's not even preached in churches anymore. I, I will be... Uh, listen, I squeal on myself all the time, but, but I, I, I got to tell you, there's always this spiritual battle that's going on right here. It's, it's not the devil over there. No, it's, it's, the, it's my, my natural man still battling that old... Tony, and I say that New Jersey wants to rise up. My brothers and sisters, listen, I, I got to be honest with you. Yesterday, I'm driving. It happens to me when I get in the car. I'm driving on these roads and I'm getting cut off, and I got people, and it, and so I got to be honest with you. Blessed are the. I wasn't very meek yesterday. Me and Michelle had to take a ride. I wasn't very meek. Listen, I didn't flip anybody off. But I didn't curse anybody. But thank God I had my Abigail sitting next to me, Tone. My Abigail was just like, because I know the Spirit of God is welling up in me, and that New Jersey's welling up in me, and I also have a godly wife who's sitting next to me, Tone. That's a great thing. That's a great thing. And so now some of you wives and, and wives to be don't be nudging or anything like that because you got some problems too. How do I know that? Because I'm smart. No, because the Bible just said so. Humans. Humans have issues. And so, I listen, my brothers and sisters, I've been studying this Bible for a long time and I still have so much to learn. And you know what? It's proof because I'm, I'm, you know, last night I thought, I'm, 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 all, I'm there. And then I get this morning and I'm, I say, oh my goodness, and I'm just, I'm, it's piling up. I'm saying, and I'm, I'm, you can ask Michelle, I'm walking back, I don't know, how, how am I going to do all this? How am I going to fit all this in? I've got all of these scriptures now, and, and there's such depth, and there's such... And again, Abigail, go in there and pray. <laughs> so my brothers and sisters, look, look, what I'm trying to say to you, maybe not as eloquently as I would like to, but we have to realize that in us, without God, there's nothing good. So this isn't about you finding the good in you and that's what religion is about is you emphasizing the good that, no, here's what it is. It's about the, the old Tony having to be put to death and listen, and that he needs to be renewed in the spirit of his mind so that he thinks differently now. He sees differently now. Why? Because he saw Jesus. Amen? You had an experience with God. You saw Jesus. And uh uh-oh, something's got to change and it ain't Him. Amen? Amen. Amen. Watch. In Jeremiah, you all are familiar with this, in Jeremiah 17, verse 9 and 10, the heart is deceitful above all things and desperately wicked. Who can know it? I, the Lord, search the heart, I test the mind, even to give every man according to his ways, according to the fruit of his doings. Wait a minute. See, my brother and sister, this is so... This is, this is deep. This is heavy. I am amazed at what human beings can do to other human beings. I'm amazed. You know, I, I still hear about some of the wickedness that happened on um, January 7th. I, I mean, I still hear, you know, and, and many of you have heard about, you know, babies being put into ovens and, you know... Uh, some of the things that have uh, taken place. And 
I don't understand how any human being can do any of that to another human being. But then I read this. In fact, uh, I can't remember. One of those, on a Saturday morning, there was one of those shows, and I'll get it wrong, I apologize, but one of these shows, I I just want to say to you, uh, the wife always did it. If the husband's found, (laughs) the wife always did it. And, And we're laughing, but it's amazing to me how these things happen where people can do harm to other people and the way they do it, and that how I, I don't, I don't, I don't, I can't imagine that. But then I read this scripture, and see, here's the problem though. We see those extremes, and then we think, well, see, this isn't as pertinent to us as it is to them. God doesn't qualify evil. He does. He doesn't qualify it. My my uh, when I, before I was born again, and my little white lies. It didn't matter what color I tried to paint them; they were evil. Right? It, it doesn't matter. And see again, I could have the, I could do the the good thing, but what is the intention of my heart? And that's really what this is speaking to. Well, I search the heart. See, you can fool your fellow citizens, but you can't fool me. And look at what he says, I test the mind. That's why when I get in a car, there's always that one person that's going to cut me off. God is, you're still not there, Tony. You're laughing, I'm serious. That, that is something that's ministering to me right now. You know, you're still not there, Tony. You still, that still rose up in you. You didn't, you didn't say it this time. And I'm not saying a four-letter word. Oh, you've done me. Don't look at me like that. You've done that. Oh, I, I, no, so yesterday, was, I try to calm it down a little bit. So I, I look over at Abigail. <laughs> Her name is Michelle. <laughs> Abigail, I say, hey, did you see that? Yes, I saw it, Tom. Yes, I saw it. Yeah. Did you see that? It's crazy. I see a guy, a guy literally weaving in and out. He was right on my back door. Won't get off of me. That's why I have on my my uh, tailgate the bumper plate. It says, "Do you follow Jesus this close?" I, I, listen, I want to tell you something. That guy didn't take the time to read it, and he's not following Jesus. I'm just telling. But then I see him weaving in and out and cut somebody off. Got right on that, just about on their front quarter panel, and I think this person is going to kill somebody. So I'm justified. You big dummy! No, I'm not. Do you, do you see that? So look, God tests. God is going to allow things to come up against me. And, and let, me, let me just say it to you this way. It's not just the fact that if you live in this world, if things are going really good for you right now, and you're on the mountaintop, and everything is sunshine and lollipop, keep on living. Keep on living. Well, that's uh, you're speaking something negative into my life. I ain't going to talk. Well, go back and watch Kenny Copeland and those folks. Right? But I'm telling you, no, no, no. Jesus said, in this world you will have trouble. That's not Tony saying that. Jesus said that. But be of good cheer, because I've overcome the world. See, in order for me to experience that overcoming issue, in order for me to be the overcomer that He's called me to be, these things have to be worked out of me. <laughs> Again, I'm just going to go back. Blessed are the meek. So when that guy cuts me off... Patience. Have a nice day. Hallelujah. I got to figure this out. I've shared with you before. I mean, stupid people get in your face. I've gotten my face, and it's just 
the way I was brought up, the way I was raised, being you know a big man in a little body, you put up your dukes. I was that's the way I was taught. But my brothers and sisters, that's not the way to be. Right? So now watch. So that stuff happens to us. Someone gets in our face. Someone, so that rises up in me. I don't say anything. Now I've shared with you before. I have a minister friend who said, well, see, no, that's good. Because you didn't smack them. Yeah, but it rose up in me. Right? See, God has called me. God's Spirit. Has, see, God knows me. He searches my heart. It doesn't matter that I didn't act outwardly on it. What's on the inside? I see. I, I still need. I, I got. I, there's some purification that has to happen here. Because outside, everybody thinks Tony's a good guy. He's a nice guy. Not everybody, but most people. Tony's a good guy. Tony's a nice guy, right? You know, Tony. Oh you know, yeah. But, you know, some people. Ooh, if they say a bad word in my presence. Ooh, sorry. I'm worry about him, not me. My brothers and sisters. But see, that's the problem. If, if, that's the, if that's the walk with God that we have, that's why we're powerless. That's why the Holy Spirit's not moving in all of His power. That's why we're not seeing the manifestations. We're not seeing the things that we should be seeing among a body of believers who believes in every line, every word, everything. That the gifts are still for today. That the move of the Spirit is just as real and relevant to us as it was to them. All of that stuff, it actually is supposed to be working among us right now. I'm going to go to uh, Matthew 15. I'll be in Matthew 15. Remember, uh, just to give you a little context, remember the, the scribes and the Pharisees were all upset because um, they were so concerned with being pure. Uh, they, they were more concerned about you know, the, the outward appearance of cleanliness. And so they're bringing, hey, why do your disciples eat without properly cleaning up? Remember that? The scribes and the Pharisees who were from Jerusalem came to Jesus. Why do your disciples transgress the tradition of the elders? For they do not wash their hands when they eat bread. Jesus said, let me ask you something. <laughs> see, see, again, they're, they're, they're so worried about you know, what's, on the, what's, what's the outward appearance looks like. What, what does this look like? You know, why do you care more about what your fathers think he says, and he gives them an example. What does he say? You know what? You guys, what you'll do is you'll allow people who should be honoring their father and mother according to the law, you allow them to go ahead and claim what they should be taking care of their parents with to give that as a tithe to the church, as an offering to the church. So you're violating the word of God. The Bible, the, the law says to honor your father and mother, but you're doing that. So why do you care more about the tradition of men than the law of God? Right? And he says to them, man, Isaiah said well about you. You're, you're, he called like whitewashed tombs they are. He says, you honor me with your lips, but your hearts are far from me. God looks at the condition of the heart. You have these holy people, these the lawyers, the priests, the, the Pharisees, the scribes, they're, they're, they're looking the part on the outside, but you know how they care as it relates to... The, you're hypocrites. You're like whitewashed tombs, he called them, didn't he? Let me go further. In verse 15, Peter said to him, explain the parable to us. So Jesus said, 
Are you still without understanding? Do you not yet understand whatever enters the mouth goes into the stomach and it's eliminated? But those things which proceed out of the mouth come from the heart. See? What was the lesson was? It's not what goes... Listen. It's not what comes out. It's not what's on the outside. It's what comes out of him that counts. Right? So it's not what goes in. You're worried about what's going in. It's not what goes in. It's what comes out. You're worried about the outward stuff. You're worried about this law, these traditions of the elders. But look what he says. Uh, But those things which proceed out of the mouth come from the heart, and they defile a man. For out of the heart proceed evil thoughts, murders, adulteries, fornications, thefts, false witness, blasphemies. These are the things which defile a man. But to eat with unwashed hands does not defile a man. Do you see that? Look, look. For out of the heart proceeds evil thoughts, murders, adulteries, fornications. Now, my brothers and sisters, I, I could go into back into the Sermon on the Mount, and we see further in um, chapter five where uh, Jesus. Let me just give you a little bit. Uh, you have heard, said uh, uh, it was said to those of old, "You shall not murder." Whoever murders will be in danger of the judgment. If I say whoever is angry with his brother without a cause is in danger of the judgment. Whoever says to his brother Raka or blockhead or empty head it should be in danger of counsel. Whoever says you fool shall be in danger of hellfire. Right? You basically, that it's what's in your heart. What he's saying is your, your mouth now is saying things which is revealing what's actually in your heart. You're worried about the physical act of murder, but basically, spiritually, you know, in, in your emotion, in your heart, you've already murdered your brother. Then he says the same thing about adultery, doesn't he? What does he say? If a man looks at a woman the lust after her, he's already committed adultery. Why? Because it's in his heart. Amen? Amen. So, so look, and, and Jesus gets extreme. He says, listen, if your eye offends you, pluck it out. If your hand... Cut it off. It's better that you go to heaven maimed than to go and burn in hell. And but but, but my brothers, let's. I don't want to get off track here. You go back. I want, I'm going back. Could you please put up Matthew 15 and that 19 for me? Thank you. For out of the heart proceed evil thoughts. Out of the heart thoughts. Yeah. When he's speaking about the thoughts of the heart, it's who you are. It's the it's the seat of the emotions. It's everything that you are. Your consciousness, your heart, your mind together. Right? So look what it says. Evil thoughts, murders, adulteries, fornication. So, so yes, does it mean that when you have that hostility in you, it's equal to doing the act as far as God's concerned? Yes. But here's also what it means, my brothers and sisters. It's what, like we've been already talking about for many years, but in recent past. Everything that happens, it begins with a thought. All of the things, the actions, the activities, the things that happen in your life, the way, you, and that's scriptural. It begins with a thought. A thought becomes an action. An action can become a habit. A habit becomes your character. That's who you are. My brothers and sisters, I want to keep your heart, Proverbs 4.23, keep your heart with all diligence, for out of it springs the issues of life. What does that mean? Out of your heart, that is how your life flows. That, that, is, that is where you're going. That's, your heart is steering the conditions in your life. Amen. Come on. See, that's not... So, see, okay, so now if I think good thoughts and I... No. Meditate on God. Seek His face. That's the bottom line. Purify your heart. 
Purify your heart so you can see God, so you can be in His presence, so that it is well with you. Whether, listen, whether you're in the middle of the storm or whether you're on the mountaintop, if you're in the presence of God, my brothers and sisters, you're taken care of. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Keep a pure heart. See, my brothers and sisters, ultimately, this, this is not about keeping a pure heart because I don't want to get caught with, without it. Or I'm concerned about possibly um, you know, going to hell. No, ultimately, keeping a pure heart is I want to have an intimate relationship with God. I want to be in His presence. I want to see His face. Blessed are the pure in heart, they shall see God. See, the, the goal isn't to be pure in heart so that I don't uh, you know, go to hell. Come on. The pure in heart, I want to be pure in heart because I want to be in God's presence. I want to have, I, I want to have a, an intimate relationship with God. I want to know Him more. I want to know Him better. Amen? Amen. 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 And not just for what He can give me. He's already given me everything. No, no. Not just because... No, because He's God. He's my Heavenly Father. He paid a price that I could not pay. I didn't deserve it, but He did it. He loved me with a love that I can't explain. Amen? Amen. Giovanni helping me preach. So look, being pure in heart, some of the implications, I have an inner hunger and a thirst. Blessed are they who hunger and thirst for righteousness. I have this inner hunger and thirst for righteousness, to be in right standing, to be in that place with God. Amen? No hypocrisy. No hypocrisy. Now listen, hypocrisy sounds like an awfully b- bad word, especially because, you know, Jesus told them, you guys are hypocrites. You know, <laughs> you know, that's some of the harshest language that he used was for those people who were hypocrites. But my brothers and sisters, don't we, in, in our daily walks, don't we have occasion, and haven't we had occasion to be hypocritical? Yeah. Yeah. When I talk about the love of God like I just have, but then I don't love my neighbor... Right? And remember, love isn't this thing that we just say. It's not an emotional feeling. It's not, you know, hey, uh, we're going to go feed the homeless next Saturday and, yeah, there's my... No. No. Love is tough. Love means if you're raising kids that you have to do the unpopular thing but have wisdom about it. Right? Love them enough to make the hard decision. Love them enough to get on your knees before God and get direction, and get wisdom. If you're, if you're married, and maybe things aren't just right with your spouse, I mean, love means that, you know what? Hey, I'm not happy. You're not happy. No. Have you, have you, and that, now listen, remember, God knows your heart. So if you find yourself in a situation, and you're thinking, okay, let me look for the exit. Let me look for the easy way. God knows your heart. And love isn't always easy. In fact, it very rarely is easy. So, my brothers and sisters, if I'm looking for the easy way, 
yeah, I could be being hypocritical. But here's the main issue as it relates to having a pure heart. You cannot be double-minded. We can't have one foot in Christ and one foot in the world because really when you do that, you're in the world. There's no such thing. James, look at James 4 and 8 with me. Draw near to God and He will draw near to you. Cleanse your hands, you sinners, and purify your hearts, you double-minded. I need more of this world worked out of Tony. I need, I need less, listen, I need less the old nature, I need less Tony and more of Jesus. Amen? Amen? More. I love that song. More of Jesus, less of me. By your power, I will be like a flower in the spring, brand new life and everything. Hallelujah. My brothers and sisters, more of Jesus, less of me. Don't, and, and listen, it's, it's real easy to get caught up in the, in the here and now. And so many things are designed. Listen, your enemy knows you. He knows you. Lust of the eyes, lust of the flesh, pride of life. Those are where we're going to get attacked. Always. Always. And we know it. Keep our hearts purified. So how do we, how do we stay pure? Listen. She said it. Read and pray. That's always the answer. By the Word. Watch. Hebrews. You guys know the Scripture. Hebrews 4. Beginning verse 12. The word of God is living and powerful, sharper than any two-edged sword, piercing into the dividing of soul and spirit and of joints and marrow, and is a discerner of the thoughts and intents of the heart. So I need to, listen, I need to ingest this word. I need to study this word. Why? Because this is going to reveal to me the things that shouldn't be there, the true motivation inside of me. Where I really am as far as, listen, how pure is my heart? Amen? Watch 13, verse 13. There is no creature hidden from His sight, but all things are naked and open to the eyes of Him whom we have, must give account. So listen, no matter how good I can fool you, no matter how good I can look, I am never fooling Him. And so listen, what? okay, Tony, but I'm trying and I, I still have this issue. Listen, read. My words are spirit and they are life. Read and pray. How about this? Praise Him. Give Him glory. Our God inhabits the praises of His people. So, So my brothers and sisters, it doesn't say praise Him when things are going good. It's easy to do that. No, I want to be in His presence. And, and the Bible says that He... Listen, with, a, with my heart just wide open to You, Lord, I know that I am not... I stink on ice. I know that. I don't deserve You. So Lord, please, I love You. You, you are better than anything that I can ever experience no matter how long I live. Lord, You are God. You are to be praised. Lord, thank You for what You've done for me. Jesus, thank You for taking a body and suffering so greatly for me. Thank You. God inhabits the praise. You want to get in the presence of God. Amen? By praising Him. 
by reading and no, not just reading your chapter, not just reading somebody's devotion. Don't read a devotion. Just don't listen to my sermon or your second favorite preacher's sermon. Just listen, but make sure you're reading. Read and 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 praise and and my brothers and sisters, listen. How about this? Psalm one thirty nine. Listen, listen. One thirty nine, beginning verse twenty three. Huge. Search me, O God, and know my heart. Try me and know my anxieties, know my thoughts, know where I'm divided. And see if there's any wicked way in me and lead me in the way of everlasting. Do you you see that? How do I purify my heart? Well, I'm going to praise Him and I'm going to say, Lord, please reveal to me, try me. Reveal to me what's wrong. Come on. Lord, I'm, I'm reading your word. I want to understand it more. Talk to him. Lord, I, I, I really want to understand your word. Lord, I know the purpose of your word is to really teach me, to, to show me you. I want to see you. But it's also to let me see myself. So, Lord, help me to see myself when I'm studying your word. Lord, help me. Come on. Lord, Lord reveal to me those things that are still uh, uh, that, that still are, are, are wrong. It's, it's evil in your sight. Those things that offend you. Lord, please reveal those things to me. Let, let me be offended by them. Did you ever ask the Lord? To, Lord, let me be repulsed by the things that repulse you. Come on. How about this? Look, King David, a man after God's own heart, sinned. But he understood him. And I, just out of that prayer when he, his sin was revealed to him. Remember what he said. I'm, I'm going to read out of Psalm 51, just verse 10 11. Create in me a clean heart. He's asking God, create in me a clean heart, O God, and renew a steadfast spirit within me. Do not cast me away from your presence. Do not take your Holy Spirit from me. You want a pure heart? It's not that hard. But we have to, listen, we have to give ourselves up. We have to give ourselves up. I'm going to read two more pieces of Scripture to you. And and, and there's a point, so bear with me, please. In Acts 15, beginning verse 7, Peter rose up. Remember, this is the Jerusalem Council, and they're talking about the Gentiles and how that fits in with uh, the church. Peter rose up and said to the men and brethren, you know what a good while, a good while ago God chose among us that my, by my mouth the Gentiles should, bear, or should hear the word of the gospel and believe. So God who knows the heart acknowledged them by giving them the Holy Spirit just as he did to us and made no distinction between us and them purifying their hearts by faith. Do you hear that? Right, there's more. I'm, I'm not going to... I'll leave it there. But do you understand? There's more scripture that would back up what, I've, what I'm telling you right now. My brothers and sisters, without faith, none of it is possible. Amen. See, I have to know that when the Word of God tells me these things, that it's true. And i got to believe it. And listen, I have to, again, I have to get rid of my pride. I've got to get rid of my ego. I have to forget what I, how smart I am. And I just have to get on my knees or get on my face and say, God, help me. Amen. Come on! Listen to me. Because we can't get out of our own way sometimes. We're waiting for that thing to push us over the edge. We're waiting for that one thing. And God has been screaming it to you if you've been going to this church for any length of time. 
My brothers and sisters, there's a handful of things you need to take away today. Number one, stop being double-minded. If you really want a pure heart, you have to divorce yourself from the world. My brothers and sisters, we, cannot know, we can't chase what they tell us we need to chase. I know you have to work. I know you have to raise kids. I know you have to pay bills. I know all of those things. But here's what I also know. Jehovah Jireh, that's our provider. Jehovah Jireh. Is that who you're counting on? Or are you counting on... See, my brothers and sisters, if I have a pure heart, that starts to get more real to me and I stop worrying about what men, women... every I don't care what this world thinks of me anymore. Come on. I start... Listen, I forget about all of this high degree of education that I have or don't have, as it were. It doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. What, it doesn't matter, my brothers. That's ego. I have to get that. I have to get rid of that. Get out of that. No. Mm-mm. Purify my heart, Lord. I'm submitted to you. Your word, man, that's not what they taught me in college. That's not what they taught me in grad school. That's not even what they taught me in seminary. But your word says this, Lord. Make it real to me. Give me the faith to live that. I want your faith, Jesus. Come on. Is this bearing witness with anybody besides me this morning? My brothers and sisters, this is so important. I want to see God purify yourself for I am pure. Be holy for I am holy. I want to see Him. I want to see Him. There are things that that need to be worked out of my life. How about you? Stand with me. Stay with me. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. If you can, if you, if, you, if you need to sit, you can sit. We're not bound to anything. I mean, this, this is not a ritual. It's not a ritual. But here's what I would like to know. If you know that you know that you know the Lord has ministered to you, you listen, don't play and don't do what you think. I'll, listen. You know that something needs to work, be worked out of you. Let's pray together. Could you please come up here and pray with me? Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Look at you guys. Look at how look at how the Lord is moving. Everybody, look at this. Hallelujah. Thank you for being honest. Thank you for being honest. The Lord sees you. The Lord sees your honesty. I don't need to see you. He sees you. But thank you for being open about it. Thank you for Listen, thank you for for, for confessing before men brothers and sisters that are church, that are family, that hold each other accountable, but at the same time who love each other enough to say, God bless you. God bless you. God show you His favor. Amen? Amen. Amen. Hallelujah. 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 God, thank you for your word. God, Everyone here, including myself, Lord, we've responded to a call. A call to become more pure. Lord, we do want to see You. Lord, thank You for what You've allowed us to see so far. Thank You for us being able to see Your majesty in everything that You've created. Thank You for allowing us to see so many blessings, so many good things. Thank You most of all, Lord, for allowing us to see Jesus. Jesus. God in the flesh who stretched His arms 
because He loved us. Who showed us the ultimate in being obedient. And so Lord, help us all to be obedient. And Lord, in Jesus' name, we come before You right now. And those things that we have come up here for, Lord, we present them to You now. We lay them at Your feet. Lord, we pray in the name of Jesus. Jesus, by Your Spirit, make these things be offensive to us as they are to You. Lord, help us to be repulsed by these things which are just just flesh. Flesh. Lord, we, we renounce them. We, we ask You, Lord, to remove them. Take them far from us, Lord. Clean us. Lord, you, you say in Your Scriptures that you, you make us clean. Your blood has made us clean. Lord, Your blood has justified us. Lord, Your blood sanctifies us. Lord, in Jesus' name, we plead Your blood on this situation right now. And give You thanks and praise for giving us the victory. And so now, Lord, we know that we will be tested in these areas. Holy Spirit, we thank You that in those moments You will not leave us. Help us, Holy Spirit, to hear Your voice. Help us, Holy Spirit, and give us the strength that this Word will be down inside of us. Hallelujah. And it will rise up when we need it to rise up. Thank You for Your blessing. Thank You for Your Word. Thank You for Your Spirit. In Jesus' name, Amen. 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 Praise Him and thank Him for the victory that you now have. Amen? Hallelujah. Now look, now it's up to us to walk in it. So let's walk in the victory that we have. Amen? In Jesus' name. God bless you. I love you. If you need further prayer, please stay. We'll be here. There's other people that will be here. Don't you need to be me? But please stay.